everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Coffee and Scream podcast. I am Viva, as per usual, and then I am also here, joined, as per usual, by Ryan and Dave. Hey! What's up, everyone? We're finally a full ensemble. We don't have to hide you anymore. I know! I can actually, like, talk first for a change, you know? (laughs) That's right. It's so fun. Um, But thank you. Welcome, everybody who's watching, everybody who's listening right now. Um, Also, just a quick side note uh be sure to make sure that you are following not only our instagram page but also here on youtube hit that subscribe button do it subscribe subscribe now yes and if you're joining us live um in the chat we will throw out some questions here and there just to make sure you guys are interacting because we always like to hear from you guys right in the moment and if you are listening or watching this at a different time be sure to let us know what you think about the episode leave us a comment Tell, tell me if you like my hair or not, because, you know, it's just right here in my face. We love your hair, Viva. It's a lot. But it's perfect. It's a lot. I just kind of throw it wherever I need to throw it, <laughs> honestly. Uh, you guys, we have a really, really good episode planned for you today. We've got a really cool guest coming up towards the end of the show. We want to keep you engaged until then. That's right. And you do not want to miss this one. It's somebody that you know very, very well. Very well. And that you've probably already seen in the title of the episode. But (laughs) (laughs) you never know. You might have clicked on it without reading. Maybe. That's true. So this is going to be an interesting episode, not only for the guests that we are going to be having, but the discussion that we are going to be having about... A curse. Do you believe curses are real? I definitely do believe curses are real. My entire life has been a curse. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) What about you guys? Put down in the comments. Do you believe curses are real? Do you believe people can be cursed? Do you believe that curses can be cast against people? And do you believe that anything about your life is cursed? Go ahead and send us an email or leave us a voicemail letting us know. Ooh, do it, do it. But before we get into that topic, give us some music. We know what we're going into. Give us some music. I'm ready. Time for the mug of the day. Oh! Yeah! Mug of the day! Okay, I'm going to go first this time. Okay. Do it. Okay, so I brought this particular mug because so far, there, there, this is the third episode of the podcast. We've had two before this, and every movie that I've mentioned... Dave has not watched said movie. (laughs) So I wanted to bring this mug specifically to see if this is a movie that Dave has seen. It is my Lydia Dietz Beetlejuice mug. And it says, I am alone. I am utterly alone. Same. And (laughs) (laughs) I feel you, girl. I feel you with all my heart and my bones. I feel you, Lydia. And it has Beetlejuice on the other side here. Um, so this is my mug of the day. She's very big. Love she's it. She's thick. Hey. She's thick with at least three C's. I'm wow. not gonna lie. Nice. Yes. I uh, I also brought a thick mug. Ooh. Mm. But mine just says vampire blood. Oh snap! So uh, I have always been very fascinated by vampire folklore, and this particular mug Ooh. matches that. It also matches my Dracula tattoo. So. Ooh. You Are a you... Dracula tattoo? Are you, mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. What? Yeah. Where? Yeah, actually, I do. The uh, on, on my collarbone right here, if you remember when Harker is on the carriage leading to Dracula's castle, yeah. everyone's freaking out. All the locals are, you know, doing the sign of the cross and everything. And one of the ladies in the back of the carriage actually quotes um, an August Berger poem 
Uh, it's Den die Toten Reiten Schnell, which is German for for the dead travel fast, and I have that right there on my collarbone. Oh, he's showing skin on the third episode, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. If you want to see more than this? You gotta you gotta subscribe <laughs> to the OnlyFans. He's like, what? Show How long him. have you had that? And why didn't I know? Uh, I've had it since, uh, or about the middle of last year, Miranda and I got tattoos on the same day. She got a collarbone tattoo as well in Latin. And I got this. Listen, Ryan, you just need to take your shirt off more often so we can like do tattoo inspections. We, we can't do that. I'm just we, we have to, we have to save that for a different website, which That's... I have, which I don't have. <laughs> so, but if I should, let me know in the comments below. Hey, hey. same, same. Dave too. Uh-huh. No, no. <laughs> no. no but that's really cool i didn't know you had that tattoo that's awesome yeah i've i've i love dracula i love vampire folklore Same. so vampire blood dave your turn mug but, but is there vampire blood in the mug don't ask questions or is it human blood listen last time the last episode you we've established that dave has an alien or a demon or both inside of him if he wants to be a vampire True. You let him be a vampire. Yeah. Okay. If you if you guys didn't see the last episode where we did in fact find out that I have a, an alien inside of my chest, it was making so much noise. <laughs> it was, it it was. was trying to get out. <laughs> it was a, it was a hot mess. But uh, yeah, <laughs> go watch that one if you haven't seen it. But my mug of the day is this nice shiny Nightmare Before Christmas mug. That's so pretty. Have you seen that movie? Have seen that movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie many times, yes. This is one of my favorite movies. I liked it before it was cool to like it. I'm that old. That's um, fair. Same. But I, I loved that movie. You can ask my mom. I watched it on repeat daily as a kid, and uh, I still love it to this day. I love that mug. I don't I don't usually like lean towards glitter. Mm-hmm. I hate glitter. But that's cute. Let us know in the comments below who wins the mug of the day this this episode, guys. Let us know. Let us know. And I have seen Beetlejuice, by the way. Okay, just making sure. That was another thing that I grew up watching a lot. And I even had a nickname related to the movie as a kid. And I actually preferred the cartoon over the movie. I remember the cartoon. It was so good. It I feel so like good. with the cartoon, they were able to do more like crazy stuff. Because obviously you can draw... Yes. All the stupidity mm-hmm. that you want to add in versus like having actual actors do stuff. So I definitely loved the... My favorite character. Do you remember the big like text guy? Yeah. I'm, I'm a rootin' tootin' cowboy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I loved that guy. Leave a leave a comment down below. Rootin' tootin' cowboy. You, you remember rootin' tootin' cowboy. <laughs> I'll be interested to see what the remake of Beetlejuice. I know. Or not remake, the sequel, I should say. Yes, Beetlejuice 2 with new technology and CGI and everything. I can't wait. Tim Burton, come on the podcast. Yeah, come on the podcast, Tim. Oh my gosh, yes. I would absolutely die. I'm excited to see what they can do with the special effects in this one because I think it's going to be... I mean, it's been what since since Beetlejuice came out? Oh my gosh, twenty, been, thirty years? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Oh god, I'm almost so thirty old. years. Yeah, I'm getting so old. Jeez, it's going to be crazy to see with the updated special effects what they're able to do with that 
particular universe. Is Michael Keaton going to be in it? Yes. Ooh. He's reprising his role as Beetlejuice, and then um, Winona Ryder's still going to be in it. Ah, very cool. And uh, they also added Jenna Ortega, who played Wednesday in ah, Netflix. Yes, I saw Start. that. Yeah, she did a fantastic job, I thought, honestly. My only worry about her is she's going to end up being typecast because she's also in like the screen series yes as well so but i love that for her she's doing her damn thing shout out to jenna yeah she's a modern day scream queen yes i love that 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 era is long it's not long gone but you don't see actresses and actors that are typecast in just horror horror genres anymore that are like the actresses that were considered scream queens Mm -hmm. see i feel like um bill skarsgård is getting typecast as well because he's going to be playing nosferatu in the new uh oh i'm so excited for that nosferatu movie and he might also be playing um what's his face (laughs) um i forget his name but um Brandon Lee originally pray, uh, played the, the crow, crow. Yeah. so I do believe he's supposed to be playing oh, wow. the crow as well. That's yep. so, cool. Yeah. Didn't Nicolas Cage just play Nosferatu? No, Nicholas Cage has been everything. He was yes. um, he was Dracula in that. Dracula. <gasps> yes. That's right. Oh my god. Um, uh, what's the name of that movie? Renfield. 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 That's right. Oh my god, I love that. I actually really did like that movie. Never saw it. Oh my god, Grandpa. I do. I like Nicolas Cage though. But yes. Like, one of my favorite movie series ever is National Treasure. I love those. Oh, of course. Mm. Absolutely. So good. And really quickly as well, before we move on to the next topic, I do want to say, um, going. I went, I've traveled to New Orleans several times. I basically live there now. Um, he actually has a gravesite in New Orleans in St. Louis Cemetery 1. Nicholas Cage? Yes. The same cemetery that Marie Laveau is also buried in. Love it for Nicholas his, Cage. Look up, look up his um, his gravestone in St. Louis Cemetery One. It is a giant obelisk in the center of this cemetery, and the main reason it's there is because that's where he wants to be buried when he passes away. That yes. Wow. wow. Yes. So I've been to that cemetery. I've been there. It is completely white. Like, it is pristine. Really? It's so gaudy, but also so beautiful at the same time. Wow. And he also used to own um, Madame Lullery's mansion. Oh, he did? Yes. But uh, he had issues with the IRS and they took it. But um, <laughs> shout out to the IRS. Uh, <laughs> Come on the podcast. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Um, but yeah, he had issues with the IRS. So they ended up taking that. But legally, they can't take a person's last resting uh, place. Last resting place. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he still has that. So even if he ends up becoming a bum on the street, he can still be buried there. He retired. Did you see that? retired it's nick cage he's not retired he said he's done like Mm, done done mm, done 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 done. no he's not (laughs) that's what he said he said he wants to go out on a high note high note i guess he thought after renfield Renfield. was a high note i mean good good for him i mean what a (laughs) i love i did like that movie but that was not a high note he's not he's gonna be in another movie i guarantee you i feel like he peaked with national treasure you never know there's a lot of different actors that you think they peak at a certain role and they have a very long long down True. downward trajectory and then all of a sudden they get cast for something and shoof take off again Keanu Reeves Keanu yeah. Reeves yep Robert Downey Jr. yep those are the very first two that come to mind mm-hmm. yep so I'm excited I mean I'm I'm excited for Nick Cage to have his I'm not I'm not excited for Nick Cage to to, to pass away yes. that's not what I'm saying I'm saying I'm excited <laughs> for him that he has such a beautiful 
final resting place in such a beautiful location. And I need to get to New Orleans. Shout out to New Orleans. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are so beautiful. We should go do a podcast there. Let's do it. Let's just go down to Bourbon Street and set up a table in the middle. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So if anybody's from... Louisiana, New Orleans area, you know that that's a bad idea. <laughs> right there. That is a horrible idea. Wait, is Nick Cage from New- from there? No. Oh, okay. He's not from there, but like you fall in love with that city when you're there, mm. honestly. But if you set up shop on Bourbon Street, you're going to have a thousand people surrounding you at all times. You're going to have a homeless person probably peeing next to the table. They can come and be interviewed. You're going to have <laughs> people playing music, people singing, people dancing, people showing their boobs. Like it's it would be absolutely insane. I wouldn't uh, set up shop. I wouldn't shut up a uh I'm still waiting for the downside, Viva. That's also true. Um <laughs> it's okay. We just need to go down there and then you guys will know what I'm talking about. Would it be in poor taste to do a podcast on his future grave? You wouldn't be able to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um the cemetery is only open to the public via the tour company that is across the street from it. Mm. Um other than that, they have security there, like armed guards. Oh. Um, because people try to break in to go put X's on Marie Laveau's grave oh okay um which they have redone like they've re finished it mm-hmm. for lack of better words um so it's beautiful it's white all white now it's like marble flooring around it and everything so it looks really really pretty but at previous times there were a bunch of x's on it there were holes in it there were people that have vandalized it uh-huh. mm-hmm. so sad. yeah so they keep it under lock and key because of that but mm-hmm. they have a lot of really important people that are buried in that cemetery. Rip. Rip them. Shout out to the dead people in New Orleans. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I hope they're resting in peace. Hopefully. Um, and they're really important people. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we definitely should go down to New Orleans. Let's I love that Let's do it place. sometime. Before we jump into this real quick, I just want, I'm just curious with this being the Coffee and Scream podcast, what is y'all's favorite like horror, either movie or like genre in the, or franchise in the horror genre you go first i'm gonna think a moment okay i i personally like if i'm gonna sit down and watch because horror movies are great movies that are like supernatural but you know we live that every day you mm-hmm. know so i don't really find supernatural movies or horror films like paranormal activity very scary yeah um i love psychological thrillers that's probably my favorite genre mm-hmm. to fall back on. I love psychological thrillers. And then also just for the, you know, the child in me and my obsession with the folklore. I love things like vampire movies and things like that. TV shows, you know, like I love the new, the, um, was it HBO that did the the remake of Interview with a Vampire? Or who was that? Oh, that uh, that? Uh, AMC. AMC did yes. it. That's right. The AMC remake of Interview of, with, with a Vampire was really good. I really enjoyed that. I thought we were going to stop talking about New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, whether if you haven't read the Anne Rice book, Interview with a Vampire, if you haven't seen the one that Brad Pitt and uh, Tom Cruise was were in in the 90s, and if you haven't seen this series that AMC came out with, what are you doing with your life? So what good. What are you doing with your life? It's so good. And every... Wait, hold on. <laughs> I was down there 
literally a week before they started filming. Oh. I was so mad when I got back home and like a week and a half after I got back home, I look online and it's like, filming started on Interview with a Vampire. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was so angry. Oh my gosh. But sorry. That Continue. It was one of those, like watching that series, it was one that I could not stop. I think I watched every episode in like two days. Yes, it's addicting. It was was so addicting, I couldn't stop. And it just so happened that we had a few days free from from editing. I think it was when we had first started our uh, in-between season break or whatever. And so we were on a break from filming and editing and everything. And I was just like, I've been wanting to watch this. I'm going to watch it. And then when I was done, I was like, well, now what am I going to do? i got to wait for because I hope. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're doing another season of it, aren't they? Yes, they They are doing another season. They are changing uh, Claudia, though. Yeah. Because uh, she is signed on to do um, Avatar with James Cameron, uh, the Avatar movies. And that'll take 10 years. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> because of her conflicting schedule with that, my I know all about this stuff. I don't know why I'm so informed on this stuff. It's ridiculous. But um, because of her filming with the Avatar movie and like they have to do like the motion capturing and mm. the all that fun stuff, she can't be Claudia anymore. So. I've never seen any of those either. They're not bad. I saw the first one. I didn't see the the way of water. The second one is actually not bad. Mm. It's like a three hour movie. Yeah, but it's why. beautiful. Yeah, it's tr- it's honestly beautiful. They did a good job. Honestly, I have to try it out sometime. Yeah, not to jump back into interview with a vampire again, but who do you know who they're replacing her with? Uh, I don't know her name, and mm. I've never seen her before. Gotcha. Okay. So it might just be a new actress. Shout out to her. Come to the podcast. Yeah, come yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> come on the podcast. Let's interview you. No, you know who I want on the podcast? The guy that plays uh, uh, Lestat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Lestat. Mm-hmm. Even the guy that plays Louis de Pointe du Lac. Ooh! <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. I would get so feral. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me stop. Let me stop talking about this. Come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry I brought it up. No, no, no. You're fine. I, I just It's just my loins, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the people that get it, get it. Okay? The ones that get it, get it. I promise you that. What's your favorite, though? Um... I like an array of stuff. Um, I can say like some of the Saw movies, not all Ooh. of them, but some of them. Yeah. Um, I also like the Hostel movies oh, as yeah. well. Um, I kind of, I do like the psychological thriller movies, um, but I do also like gory stuff because I, I feel like in as a millennial, we're kind of desensitized to a lot of really crazy, yeah. ridiculous stuff. So mm-hmm. I kind of just like, see that and i'm just like oh that sucks (laughs) while i'm eating a bowl of cereal somebody is getting their like insides eviscerated you know um Mm. but i i also like if as far as like slasher goes um i do like the scream franchise Mm -hmm. um mostly because uh, the first scream movie is going to always be my favorite because i'm in love with matthew lillard um (laughs) he doesn't know this but he my baby daddy yeah um matthew lillard come on the podcast (laughs) you already know you already know boo he already know he know he already knows and he's like such a sweet guy as well Mm -hmm. like if you've seen like interviews with him and like his interaction with like his fans and stuff it's just so beautiful and you can tell he's such a genuine person and i feel like even though he's not like 
obviously like handsome to anybody else. I think having his natural charisma, his, um, his acting skills, his comedic timing, and just him as a person, it really just kind of pulls it all together. And I'm like, that's daddy right there. <laughs> I don't I don't know that a lot of, uh, you said a lot of people don't find him attractive or handsome, but I don't know. I saw, uh, he was at some Comic-Con in Pittsburgh recently. And I saw so many people that I was friends with in high school all over their Facebook just thirsting over Matthew Lillard. Yeah, because that's daddy. <laughs> That is daddy. Oh my God. Have you seen his tongue? Okay. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. He better not come on this podcast. Cause I know him best as shaggy. Oh my God. I... Scooby-Doo, the original, Don't the, even the, the live action movies, even, even the original that, ones. Yeah. Even that <laughs> I'm here for it. Even that, even him as shaggy. I'm here for it. Have you ever seen 13 ghosts? Love mm-hmm. it. Love that movie. Even that I'm here for it. Yeah. I'll hit that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'll hit that for show, for show. So Matthew, if you're watching this podcast, you know, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. I yeah. Only have eyes <laughs> for you. <laughs> I love him. He is a good actor. Oh my, he's a good everything. I just want to meet him one time. It'll happen. He's married though, so I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> he said he's married. <laughs> I've told my husband this. I'm like, I love him. I need you to know this. Like, I love that man. And if I meet him, I'm going to ask yeah. several questions hey, you that I to. cannot mention on this podcast, but I will ask him. Yeah. I'm going to shoot my shot. That's all y'all need to know. You have okay. to. You have to give it a shot. My loins. All right. <laughs> Let's move on because I can't. Mm-hmm. Dave, what is your favorite horror film? Oh, yeah. Of all time? Mm-hmm. Well, much to Viva's enjoyment, <laughs> it uh, is going to be the Scream series. I love all of those movies so much. They're fantastic. They are. They're honestly very well made. Mm-hmm. And it is. this is Coffee and Scream. It is Coffee and Scream. So yeah. it would be very t- fitting to have the Scream series cast. Oh, yeah. On the podcast. If you all want to come on the podcast. Jenna Ortega. We have zero budget, but come on. Yeah. I mean, just do it out of the kindness of your heart. Like five minutes. Yeah. We could just five minutes of your time and make sure Matthew Lillard is there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on from thirsting over Matthew Lillard and others. We're going to move on to a topic that Dave and I have talked about on other podcasts, but we figure we've never talked about it on here, and we bring it up in chats, and not everyone that watches Paranormal Quest is even familiar with this, yeah. and it's something that we have been grappling with for quite a while, and this is where things get very serious, guys. This is real. Strap in. Get ready. This is not a joke. This is 100% real. Paranormal Quest is cursed. Yes. It is very much cursed. I mean, it's sort of a joke, but it's it's like is it though? It's it's like seventy five percent serious, twenty five percent joke at this point. Yeah. Um, 
we carry around and it's it, it's so it's become so ever present in our lives that <laughs> Australia probably will never allow us back and Allison and Cag constantly talk about how oh, there's a curse. Sorry, I remember that. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Okay. It, it's real, Viva. It's real. So just it is real. Don't be surprised if you're here talking or on a trip with us or and just everything goes to hell in a handbasket really quickly. Mm-hmm. You see, that wouldn't happen with me around because I'm like the most optimistic person and I always see the bright side of every situation. So yeah. Even if something bad was happening, I'd be like, hey, we're still walking away with our lives. So <laughs> that's it's true. a good day to me. True. That's true. Very true. So there's, uh, where, where should we begin with the Paranormal Quest curse? Should we begin in Australia or should we begin it's before very, that? It started before that. Well before that. Yeah. And it's weird because it goes through seasons. I feel like the Paranormal Quest curse slows down in the warmer months. Yeah. And then when it hits like November, December, January, and February is like... It's like a wintertime curse. Oh, so we in it. We're, we're in, in it. it. We're in it. Oh, we're in it. We in yeah. the shit? Uh-huh. Oh, no. So I, I guess we can start in the more recent iterations of the Paranormal Quest curse, and then we can work our way back through Australia, through last year's iteration of the Paranormal <laughs> Quest curse. Let's do it. Dave mentioned in the last podcast that we felt like Kentucky was cursed, and we told the story of the <laughs> very serious automobile accident right outside of the event that we were a part of with Blue Collar Paranormal, but that's not where the story ends. I mean, we have had many different things happen on that trip in general. So we did two events. We did the Morgan County Jail, and then we did the Bentonville School. And then we went to investigate the Olive Hill School the night after the Bentonville School event. So we had to switch between Airbnbs. We were staying in Maysville while we were doing the events. So we drive over to Olive Hill to check into our Airbnb before we go to investigate and film at the Olive Hill School. We show up at the Airbnb, which was very difficult to find. It was up on the second floor. We were driving around Olive Hill. It was raining. It was stormy. But, I mean, it wasn't too bad of conditions. It was just pretty difficult to find. So we find the Airbnb. We walk inside. And it's freezing cold. We're like, why is it so cold in here? It's freezing. And the first thing we all have to do after a car trip is you got to... Urinate. You got to use the bathroom. You you know? the That's fair. Yep. Miranda, I think, was the first one to go to the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. She walks into the bathroom, and she's in there, and we just hear her voice say, the lights don't work. <laughs> oh, my God. And we say, what do you mean the lights don't work? And she's like, the lights don't work. So we start testing everything, flipping light switches. We open the fridge. There is nothing in this entire Airbnb that works. The power is completely out to the entire... Oh, to the entire place, it's out. And we start looking around, we're like, is the power out on this block? No, everyone beside us has power. <laughs> Restaurant right beside it has power. We're like, what is going on? So then, I, you know, I, Miranda uses the restroom, Dave uses the restroom, I go in, I use the restroom, and then I flush the toilet, and the toilet won't flush. <gasps> I'm like, what? So I open up the tank, and I look inside, there's no water. The water's shut off to this place, too. <laughs> oh my God, they didn't pay the bill. <laughs> they didn't pay any of the bills to this <laughs> oh. Airbnb. My God. So that was just one. Um, Then we had to completely reorganize our entire day's schedule to go find a new place to stay. And then had had to go the next day to get daytime Mm B-roll of the location because by the time we made it there, it was already dark because we had to go find new accommodations. So on the previous trip to Kentucky, a week before that, we had investigated the Augusta Pub. We had no problems. We made it to Kentucky. We'd even stayed a night in the Airbnb that we were staying at. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we go and investigate the Augusta Pub. 
We get back. It's like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. We unload all the equipment and we're standing on the front porch of this house trying to get into the Airbnb. Dave goes and puts the code in the door. It unlocks. When he tries the door, it's still, it, it won't open. Yeah. We're like, what is going on? Mind you, it's like 15 degrees outside. Oh my yeah, gosh. Freezing. I would have been mad automatically. So he, he puts the code in. See, you're already saying that that, that positive. <laughs> that positive mindset's already okay, breaking down. Viva. But if it's fi- okay, there's some limits to it because if the weather's bad and it's 15 degrees outside, um, we're gonna have to have a talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he puts the code in again. Door unlocks. You hear the lock go. Mm-hmm. Doesn't budge. It won't open. Here, there is a secondary lock on that door. In a deadbolt. So if you're, we left out the back door because that's where the car was parked in the driveway. Oh. The only door with the keypad was on the front door, but if you lock the deadbolt, you're locked out of the house. Oh my So gosh. we find out very quickly, we're not getting back into this house. We're loaded down with all of our equipment on the front porch. We can't get back in. <laughs> we spent an hour walking around this place. Like I kept telling Dave, I was like, like, let's just go find a place like a hotel. He's like, no, he's overturning rocks, looking under <laughs> landscaping stuff, trying to find a key. We found, we oh found a gosh. key to their garage which is out back. We found yeah. a key to their garage, couldn't find a key to the house. Oh my gosh, that's so f- the worst. Finally, we check into a hotel, we drive over, lay down at like 5.15 to go to sleep. 5.30, the owner messages us and says, I'm on my way back over, but we're already asleep. So, we- <laughs> Yeah, we were long asleep. Yeah, we were like asleep for like 15 minutes when he messaged us to tell us that he's on his way to unlock the house. We get there the next morning. We leave the hotel like 9.30, drive back over, and all the doors are unlocked. With all, like, my laptop was in there. All of our luggage was in there. They came and unlocked the doors and just left everything unlocked. Oh, lovely. And there was a key on a brand new key hook with a brand new key just laying on the sidewalk. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Yeah. So if anyone wanted to walk by, they could have, we got lucky there. Someone could have stolen all of our stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd say the Airbnb owner got lucky there. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, you know who you are. So yeah, that was, and then the next day Dave got like a a two and a half inch long splinter in the bottom of his foot. Yeah. From that Airbnb. From that Airbnb. And that's just mild compared to what went down in Australia. Yeah. It's yeah. Australia was just. We're sorry, y'all. <laughs> like that was that was awful. I mean, it started off like we went over there. Literally, I think it was the day of or the day before their summer season started. Yeah, it was literally. I think their summer started December first, and we got there. No, yeah, we got there right after summer started. Yeah. Oh, I forgot their seasons are different. Yes, and when we landed. It was cold, <laughs> right? Cold. Yeah. It was literally like <laughs> 45, 50 degrees. And everyone in Australia was freaking out. They got coats on and they're shivering. And Well, mm. let me say this. The first day we got there, it was actually hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. first day we got there, we got off the plane. We had been awake for like 35 hours and Allison and Cag were like, we're going to the zoo. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. They kept us up a full another day and then they're like, we're going to an event at uh, Zed Ward. Yeah. And I fell asleep on the concrete floor in the middle of their event. I was just laying on the concrete on my back because I started to hallucinate. That's how long we'd been awake. Oh you really gosh. did. I was like seeing flashing lights because most people would have slept on the plane. Yeah. But the plane where we were seated, we were the only section of the airplane, which is a, almost a 24-hour flight, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We were the only section of the airplane that didn't have air circulation. It was hot. blistering hot. 
we were sweating, stripping off all of our clothes. Like, like <laughs> I know we had to smell like wild hogs when we got off that oh plane. <laughs> and everyone around us was co- covered up in blankets and sleeping. And we walked to the back of the plane, standing by where the bathrooms are, the lavatory. And we would stand up by the lavatory with the flight attendants just to get some air. We're like, why is there no air where we're sitting? And they're like, uh, there's air everywhere else. It's just our seats. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that's. That's uh, where the curse began on that oh trip. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we get to Australia. All that. That first day was fine. We went to a wildlife preserve. We fed some kangaroos and some other Australian wildlife. And then I fell asleep on the floor at Zed Ward because I was hallucinating. Um <laughs> <laughs> and what about then, you? Wait, did you fall asleep at all? I didn't. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> I not at that point, but every time from then on out, anytime we got in the car, I crashed immediately. Wow. He was he was he was in the back seat. As soon as his butt hit that seat in the car, he was. I mm. the whole time we were there, I never got over the jet lag. Oh my gosh! <laughs> never got over it. So it was it, it was it was tough on that regard. But then the next day was when it happened. The shift in the climate of the continent of Australia. The Paranormal Quest curse finally made it to the. That's when it got serious. Island. It did. I'm it telling you. Up. So oh it started off with a drop in temperature. Then the rains came. The entire state of New South Wales. The you know that's not a, the 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 area the province whatever they call it mm-hmm. New South Wales flooded I mean like they had to open the the dams and the levees and let the water out and it flooded across destroying houses people died like <gasps> unprecedented rainfall on the continent of Australia in the country y'all made more ghosts we did and it doesn't stop there <laughs> so it does not stop there. So we're there, and it's kind of rainy. We investigate the Adelaide jail, and the next day we get in the car, and we head off to go to Victoria. Now, we were staying in, in, in South Australia, for those of you that are from Australia or are familiar with their areas and uh, the different cities and everything. So we head off to Victoria, leave South Australia. The day we left South Australia, a cyclone hit. <laughs> oh, my God. You spit everything <laughs> I forgot about that. Literally, not just not just South Australia. We were staying at Cag's house. Cag, we left with Cag, picked up Allison, left for Victoria, and a storm destroyed Cag's neighborhood. <gasps> I mean, like ripped roofs off of houses, oh trees God. down. Cag's husband and son were stranded in the house, like they couldn't get out because there was so <laughs> much devastation. Oh my gosh! In their neighborhood, was her house okay? Was she Um, like her family and stuff? Yeah, they were. They they were fine. Um, They nobody got hurt, at least that I know of. From and her her family was fine. Okay, good. They did have a little bit of roof damage on part of their house at one point. Okay. So, then as the trip progresses on, we're driving into Victoria. We stop. We make a pit stop. We investigate Talem Town. We're driving out of the cold swell, which is following us. Yes. Um, it gets hot. Allison's air conditioning goes out. <laughs> wow. So we have to drive the whole way to Talem with the windows down and the sunroof open. And, uh, yeah, and then it just got cold from there. It was just absolutely atrocious. Um, the day we landed in Australia, there was a magpie that talked at the Adelaide Zoo. And the magpie that talks was named was Magnus. And Cag would take tours through the Adelaide Zoo, ghost tours, all the time. And Magnus would talk to her groups. Yeah. The day we landed in Australia, like, the wheels hit the ground that day, Magnus died. <gasps> <laughs> no, Magnus! <laughs> 
Yeah, Magnus. Oh. Magnus was no more. Magnus Shout out to no Magnus. That sucks. Oh, yeah, baby. We spent the entire month traveling and filming and having a lot of fun with Allison and Cag. But while we were there, one of the stipulations were because we like the beach. Dave and I love to go to the beach. So it's does Nicki Minaj. Yes. Yeah, Let's go does. to the beach each. Let's go get away. They say what they're going to say. Yeah. Have a drink. Clink. Found a Bud Light. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Come on the podcast, Nikki. Cease and desist from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> and so we decided at the end of the trip, this was like we had maybe four days left. We're like, we are going to go swim in the, in the waters of Australia. And we did. 30 minutes we got to swim around before we had to go do another event. Mm-hmm. The next day, over 2,000 dead fish washed up on the shore. <laughs> you guys. No. I swear. Yeah. This was real. They said they'd never seen really anything like it. Yeah. Should I be worried? <laughs> yes. Should yes. I be concerned? Yeah, we told you. It's real. So we were, so, but yeah, I mean, it's like small, big stuff like that, but even small stuff. We did some podcasts with Allison and Cag for their, their podcast which we'll link down in the description below for you guys to go and check out their podcast. Every time we were in Allison's house, her electronics <laughs> malfunctioned. Literally, I have a photograph, which I can have Dave put on screen right now. Mm-hmm. Her monitor, half of it, like half of it is black and the other <laughs> half is working. <gasps> and, the, and, and her speakers shut down and stopped working. But the minute we left, the minute we left her house, her computer and speakers started working oh again. Oh my gosh. Don't forget about the dolphin cruise. Oh, the dolphin cruise. So there was, we took a, a dolphin My cruise. My head is spinning. <laughs> oh my gosh. We took a dolphin cruise in one in which um, it, it goes through Port Adelaide. And Allison and Cag had said they had never been to Port Adelaide without seeing a dolphin. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best places in Australia in that area for you to go if you want to see a dolphin. Because they're everywhere. So they're like, we're taking them on a dolphin cruise so they can see some dolphins here in Australia. We didn't see a single dolphin. Not one. <laughs> not even traces of a dolphin. Not even like a dead floating dolphin. No, nothing. Nothing. We saw no dolphins. They were probably all evacuating knowing the hell that was to come. Yeah. Oh, my god. Because that was right before. Right? That was right before. Or was that towards the end of the trip? That was towards the end that of the trip. That was towards yeah. the end. Okay. Gosh. So, I... Yeah. And, and that's only about half. That's only about half of my, all the things that went down. Spinning. I'd have to have a list. CAG wrote down an entire list for us to do their podcast of all <laughs> the stuff. And I think they said it was like between 20 and 30 different things. <gasps> There's no way. That's yeah. like one a day. Yeah, of like, because we were only there. Yeah, what, you guys 20, were there for 27, um, 28 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like one, one misfortune every single day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, we went to Burra, which is a, an old oh, gold yeah. mining uh, area, a mining community where they had these dugouts. So they built houses in the, in the riverbed. They would dig mm-hmm. out their houses instead of building up. And we went there to tour this old mining town. And one of the things that everyone loves when they go to Burra is there's these, um, these tunnels, like these, this, this tunnel system, which they use for, like I believe, distilling. I'm not 100% sure anymore. Yeah, I can't remember the exact story of what they used them for, but they actually filmed part of the, uh, the movie Wolf Creek. Yes. Oh. In these tunnels. If you've ever seen that, it's a very famous Australian slasher horror film, Wolf Creek. They filmed that, that tunnel sequence is the Burra Tunnels, and they're like, we, we have to show you the tunnels. But because <laughs> of the monstrosity of flooding and storms and bad weather... 
it was flooded. We couldn't get into the tunnels, and we couldn't see half of Burra. Yeah, it was because closed down. <laughs> it was closed down because of, of the flooding. It's like it's like Australia was like, there's some Americans here. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, af- after that, it became known as the Paranormal Quest curse, and mm-hmm. Allison and Cag have been l- very leery of, of even the prospect of bringing us back to Australia again. <laughs> they Man. fear for the continent. They do. Well, we're, we're going to have to have Allison and Cag on at one point, and they yes. can tell the rest of the horrors from when we were over there. Because uh, that seems like, that whole curse seems like it would be a, an entire episode. We probably could do a whole entire episode on the on the Paranormal Quest curse. I mean, we could do an entire episode just on the curse from Australia. Send help <laughs> to me. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Do you think there is such thing as the Paranormal Quest curse? We didn't really believe it that much. It was just a running joke. Something would go wrong, and we would say, oh, there's the Paranormal Quest curse again, just as a funny little joke. And then we went to Australia, and all the things that befell that entire trip, it became a very real thing. Let us know in the comments, do you believe the curse is real, or do you believe that you're cursed? Do you believe that people can be cursed? Let us know. Moving on, are we ready? To bring on the guest? I think so. Are you guys ready to have our very first official guest guest? I'm ready. Guest? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Me too. All right, so I think it's about time to bring in the guest. Yes, our very first coffee and scream guest. Are y'all ready? Yes, I'm very ready. I'm so excited. We found out we thought it would be a good idea for our first guest to bring in another member of Paranormal Quest. <gasps> Someone who we've investigated with for a long time has been very involved in the paranormal, his life, his experiences. Uh, he has a lot of information, he has a lot of knowledge, and has a lot of interesting stories to tell. And he has an impeccable voice, because oh, yeah. everybody always talks about his voice, too. So They do, yeah. Let's just put that out there. The man's got some, got some vocal cords. He does. Everyone, welcome to the podcast. The man, the myth, the legend, the voice. Mr. Jason McKinney. Jason! How's it going, everybody? Oh, it's going well. How are you doing? Doing all right. Just sitting here watching the snow. Right now, we're about uh, three inches and still rising. Oh, wow. I don't think it's doing anything. Excited to be here, though. Thank you guys for having me on. Well, thank you for coming on. We know that uh, this time of year is quite busy for you, so we appreciate you (laughs) taking some time out and joining us. That's right. We got to get you up here to the actual set soon enough, though. Yes. Yes. I miss you. I haven't seen you forever. Miss you, too. It's It's been a while. It's been actually right there where you are right now. That was the last place. Sorry I know. I, I know. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. When we um, were here painting. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. At the that- studio. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. At the studio. At the yeah. studio. At the yeah. studio, yes, of course. I forgot all about that night. <laughs> wow. So, Jason, we we may have some viewers that are watching that may have never seen Paranormal Quest. Uh, most people probably have, but some may not. Introduce yourself and tell everyone about your journey into the paranormal, all things horror, spooky. What led you down the path of... The macabre. <laughs> well, uh, that's a very uh, broad question with many broad answers. <laughs> uh, in short form, you know, I mean, <clears throat> growing up, uh, 
you know, I had some paranormal experiences, you know, as a young child, and I seen a apparition of a man in our um, uh, kitchen area, actually, in the same place uh, that I'm at now, just years ago. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the studio, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> but I seen this man, and and he just literally vanished in front of my eyes. I was like four years old. So that kind of stuck with me, and then I had some other experiences growing up, but probably when I was 10 or 11, when like taps, you know, ghost hunters got real big, uh, and then paranormal state, ghost adventures, and so on and so forth. But my parents and I, we started watching taps and some of those shows, and it kind of reminded me of what I'd experienced before. And I thought, you know, as I got older, this is kind of cool. Maybe I'll look into it. So started investigating, did that, uh, you know, just basically by myself for the most part. I mean, a few others later on. I mean, and then had a few friends come along, um, but I had. Uh, went to the prison the first time in Moundsville, West Virginia State Penitentiary. And I went there the first time, February 20th of 09, with my friend James Skelton and Jonathan Clemens. And that's when I met Ryan. And um, Ryan was there and uh, hung out with us the whole night, investigated with us, showed us around. And then through that, uh, you know, befriending Ryan, you know, I, I got to meet Dave and Steve and, and, uh, and Polly and everybody, you know. And so one thing led, led to another. And then like every year after that, I would go back to the prison once or twice a year or whatever. And uh, then we investigated Waverly Hills Sanitarium in 2010, the summer, I think it was. You guys invited yeah, me that down. Was a, and that's when I officially met That Davis was a City. hot trip. That was sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long ago. Yeah. 14 years since that trip. Almost wow. coming up on how does that not make you feel old? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, and um, started, you know, I, you know, because you know, you guys invited me a couple times along, so you know, uh, Wells in and Sanford and stuff, and we filmed, you know, again, so many years ago before we were all born, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, um, I guess it was 2017 when uh, you know I officially came aboard on the channel and. And so in, in terms of that avenue of macabre, you know, of course, you know, you know me with like music, you know, I'm a rock and roll guy. So I, I guess that kind of helps gravitate towards, uh, I don't want to say horror, but, you know, just darker things in, you know, in life. <laughs> Always love watching Most Evil on television, you know, uh, Roger, Dr. Roger Stone, that used to be on eons ago, uh, like forensic psychology type stuff. So... In terms of that level of macabre, you know, there's that too, you know, as, as it is, I'm safe to say with all of us. Yeah. I mean, it, it really does. It's crazy to look back. Cause I think we, we talked about this on the first episode of coffee and scream. We talked specifically about the journey and how everything came together for all of us to meet and all of us to come together. And, you know, even including Viva meeting us at the penitentiary whenever she came on a daytime tour and it all kind of spawns back to Polly gear to Polly capturing that shadow man picture mm -hmm. in 2004 because had she not captured that picture Polly and Dave wouldn't have been involved with the, the penitentiary and we wouldn't have met them I may have eventually found my way there but you know so you may have not have been as interested to come and investigate the penitentiary had it not been for that photograph you know and we may not have joined up and been a part of the same group and so it's kind of crazy when you think back on it and then after that, 2017, you know, 
you came on board with Paranormal Quest and everything kind of kicked off. It was like we went on this journey of, you know, traveling to different places and just enjoying being involved with the paranormal and also enjoyed just traveling and, you know, um, yeah, I, I was trying to lead that up to a question, <laughs> but it didn't actually ever make it there. It's, it's, well, sorry, go uh, ahead. I was just going to say, it's just so very strange that almost everybody in my friend group I've met in prison <laughs> and like, love it. It's just like, love it. Every, every podcast, you know, it's like, well, where did you meet prison? Where did you meet prison? And it's like, it's true. Listen, like, it is what it is, dog. Yeah. That, I mean, that prison has done is, has held so many bad people and so many bad memories, but it's also made a lot of great friendships and a lot of great memories. Oh, yeah. Aw, you cool see, place. optimism. You yes. find the good and the bad. Yes. Right. See, look at you. I'm rubbing <laughs> off on him. You see that? It really, it's like, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, it's really actually, it, there's so many coincidences and similarities. Um, like Brian said, that had to have happened. So many things that had to have been just right. Because when you look back, and I guess this goes for anyone, but in our cases, when you look back at life, you know, and you see where, you know, how this came to be and, you know, how you, you know where you are where you are now and the people you know and how you came to know mm -hmm. them. It's like a spider web. And the prison, it's it, it's it's so coincidental. It's almost creepy. It's like <laughs> there's something else going on there. It's and I think it adds to the mystique and the allure of the prison, you know, because I think there's something there's definitely things going on that's brought us there. You know, things happening for a reason, uh, and it's beyond our control. Yeah. And it has to. That prison that is like the center that. of the spider web. Mm -hmm. It is. It's, it's a gravitational pull, yeah. honestly. Because mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I know, and I, I, I don't want to speak for you three, but maybe you can relate. But I knew the very first time that I walked in there, and as I was leaving, I knew that I was hooked, and I knew that I would continually be going back there time and time and year and year again. And you just, no matter how many times you go into that place, it does not get old. And, mm -hmm. and you know, that's kind of speaking as a not inmate. I'm sure the inmates in there didn't feel the same. Yeah, I would say so. But it, it, like you said, <laughs> yes. it, it just it has that draw to it. Mm -hmm. And you can... It, it's such a draw. You can feel it. You could cut it with a knife. Like it's, it's crazy. It is. It is. And Jason, you still working there as a tour guide, you know, paranormal guide, daytime tour guide. You have had a lot of experiences with the paranormal inside that penitentiary. And before we move on to talk about other haunted locations, talk a little bit about your most memorable one or two or a few experiences that really just gave you that, adrenaline feeling that you just can't shake um i've told this before um but there was a time that you guys invited me up with my old friend Lori, and this was january of 12 and um at one point during the night i went up to north hall and someone said something like you know maybe i'll go with you and i was like i'd rather just go by myself i like to go by myself you know because we were like taking a break we were having dinner it's like 11 o'clock at night and I went up there, got to North Hall on the B side, on the B block. And I had my flashlight out <clears throat> and I'm holding it in my left hand. And I get to the threshold of the door that takes you into the cell block. I mean, of course, you guys know what I'm talking about but for the listeners. Um, and 
I'm peering down the cell block and about 17 cells down, there was like a solid dark shadow stepped out sideways out of the cell block, my light out. And I stood there for several seconds, staring it down, goosebumps hair, you know, hair on the back of your neck and all that. But um, I stared it down probably six or seven seconds because I didn't know what it was. I just knew it, it scared me, properly scared. I don't know if I can say certain You words. can say anything, yes. Jason. Yeah. It, it properly scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, and so what am I going to do? I don't, what the hell? I don't want to walk towards it. Don't want to turn back on it. So I didn't. So I walked out backwards around the corner behind the showers. And the entire time I did that, it, I just remember I, when I lost sight of it, I could just still see mm -hmm. it, you know. And, uh, and then, you know, still to this day, I tell people, you know, I never ran ba back to the lobby that fast. <laughs> wow. It's like crazy. burned into your memory, the image of it. Oh, my God, man. That, you know, it's just hard to, that's one of the first ones always come to mind. I've said that different, that story different times. But, yeah, that one's crazy. Um, Lord, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's just so many to choose from. I mean, even when we filmed there in March of 21, I think it was. Uh, the four of us, and we had Chuck come on. Chuck was an officer there, and he's a friend of ours. And uh, we had him come on. I think it was March of 21. But when we were in the Sugar Shack during that session, um, you know, you had the camera malfunction going on. And then I got touched, and it felt like this on my hand. And I think it was Steve earlier in the evening had already been touched on his ear. Just we could all feel it, you know. And uh, yeah. I remember Dave just looked over at me, <laughs> the man, you looked at me and you're like, and you're still wearing headphones, but you're looking at Ryan, but you're pointing at me and you're like, is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? Like, and the tone of your voice. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Cause I can tell you're serious. Is he okay? Yeah. You're like, something's going on. And like, at that moment, my blood ran cold. <laughs> yeah, I remember the look on your face because I and I, you know, watching the video, you're on video when he says it, and you like do almost like a double take. You're like, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, like, that freaked me out. See, yeah. I remember, I remember that episode too, mm -hmm. and I remember how shook you guys were. Yeah, and I, I, I need to like do an official. Like I've only done like little investigations there for mm -hmm. like their tours, and then you do like a little thing. Um, I would, I'd need to do like an official lengthy yeah. tour yeah. there. But you're brave, Jason, because I would not have gone anywhere in that building by myself. <laughs> Period. I would. Oh, yeah, I mean. Which is safe to say it for, I know Dave and Ryan and Steve too, probably, but uh, all we, uh, if we had a dollar for every time we've been in there by ourselves, you know, <laughs> yeah. day or night. I mean, you know how it goes at the Anchorage and, you know, but it, you're all places. It's, but. it's a little bit different at the Anchorage <laughs> because I don't have um, <laughs> at the Anchorage. Right. And uh, yeah, the most I get is angry old people <laughs> since it was a nursing home and a bunch of people died in it. All I get is angry old people. I don't get who literally like cuss you out and like threaten to like unalive you and whatnot like yeah. i mm -mm. no i wouldn't go there uh, nowhere by myself yeah, somebody that? would have to be like i can be in a cell by myself and somebody have to be like on the other side or something in that same <laughs> hall or that same block yeah but ain't nobody leaving me in no space by myself <laughs> and i end up getting turned around and my behind end up tripping Falling and breaking a damn ankle. Because I'll be screaming, Jason! I'll be screaming. Hmm. 
I remember there was another time, and it's it. Even when you have someone with you, it doesn't mean that you're safe from a chilling experience in that place. Remember, Jason, you and I, we were just closing up one night. We had a Twilight tour, or we had one of those Thriller Thursdays, I think, which last until midnight, and we both were working as the tour guides that night. Do you remember that night when we went down to Honor Hall cell block? Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Because that was, you and I, like you said, you and I there, that was one of the wildest experiences I've had anywhere. Yeah, it was crazy. Because, yeah. What, what was that again? Tell, can you tell us that story? Well, like Ryan said, um, we had just did like a, you know, three-hour, four-hour tour. And so it's, I don't know, maybe 12.31 in the morning. And uh, we went down to Honor Hall, like you said. And, and we had uh, left the group. I was recording. Sorry, Jason. Let me just interject and say, because we'd, we'd let the group out. So there's nobody else in the building. Right. You know, the group that was there that right. we were giving the tour to, they left. It was after the tour was done, we went down there. Mm, okay. So go ahead, Jason. Exactly. Ryan and I are the only two people in the whole prison. And we go down there. And I'm recording on little Sony recorder. But Ryan and I are just kind of, you know, we're just always, you know, in all of the places. We're looking around, you know, looking at the paintings and stuff in there, Billy Foster's paintings. And uh, just talking about random prison stuff, you know, as we do. And all of a sudden, far away, if I had to say probably around the lobby area or the north end of New Wall Doors, uh, we just heard, it was like one of the big thick doors slamming, not necessarily a cell door, but just boom, and it oh, just wow. reverberated. And, uh, I mean, we just both just real quiet. <laughs> I know my heart almost stopped. Yeah. It's actually like when your blood runs cold, you know, because we know we're the only people in there and, you know, we had locked the gate, locked the front, you know, I mean, all the doors were locked. And then, uh, I was like, wow. I was like, man, you know, it's been a long time since I heard something loud in here. And then you heard boom and it just got close and, and it was, even closer this time, but it still reverberated. So you could tell something wow. was inside, but it was so loud. It was like, it, it's like, that's a structural noise. Mm -hmm. if that's a noise that was explainable, knowing that we're the only two living people there. Then that place had to be falling in. I mean, literally mm -hmm. collapsing oh to be gosh. that loud. And then moments later, we but heard closer. it again. So, but even, even closer. And then we heard like movement and footsteps wow. getting closer. And I mean, it was so freaky, and, you know, I'm more afraid of the living than the dead, and I think I was asking you, Ryan, I was like, you know, do you think it's so-and-so, do you think it's someone, hopefully, please, you know, and uh, so, Ryan, you were like, let's go over to uh, C Block, you know, over the other side, and I'm like, this is just freaking shit, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to, like, you know, just when you're in shock, you know, it's like you're trying to process everything, and we went to the other side, and I put my back up against the wall, I'm facing the cells, Ryan's off to my two o'clock you were standing over there kind of in front of one of the cells looking looking north and uh it was raining a little bit that night and i remember you said um does it help you when it rains and moments after that there was a noise to my left within 15 feet that was so loud it sounded like again i don't know like an yeah, it like shook the building wow. oh my gosh yeah and, and could it have been thunder 
No. No. Okay. No, Lord, no. No. It was, it, was, it was definitely inside with us. That was the thing. That, like, the, whatever made that sound, it sounded like. And what I remember most about that is that noise happened. We had all the lights off. We're sitting there, and I, I'm, 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 I asked that question. I said, does the, does the rain help you? And it's just boom, and the whole, like, the floor shakes underneath of us. And it gets really quiet for about two seconds. And then you just hear Jason, even on his recording, you just hear Jason go, Turn that light on, man. <laughs> For God's sake, turn that Damn light straight. on. <laughs> oh right. I mean, I would have. That happened. Oh, my God. I went flush. It's like my heart stopped. And, and at this point, keep in mind on the recording, I was so flustered. I even told Ryan in my exact words, I said, oh, my God, man, my heart's beating. <laughs> <laughs> Then this, so my heart's beating. Yeah, it's good, it's good to know you were still. And now living. this happened. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, oh, like it's almost like when you're almost about to pass out and you have to try and save yourself. <laughs> oh my like, gosh! Oh, turn that light on, man. Oh, turn that light on. <laughs> I wish there was like a. Like Ryan said, yeah. I wish there was like a night vision camera just to like uh, capture that moment yeah. when that happened because yeah. I could just see him like standing there like fully like aware like okay nothing's gonna sneak up on me I got my back to the wall and then that happens he just slowly starts melting down the wall he's like turn the light on <laughs> Jason do you still have that man. audio yes I do Ooh. can you send it to us so we can play it for everyone I can. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Awesome. So we're going to insert that. Yeah, I should that. be able to. I mean, as long as I can get my slow-ass laptop here to start working. Yeah. Okay. So we're going <laughs> to we're gonna insert that clip right here so you guys can hear it, too. Now, moving on, Jason, one thing that I always found interesting, and I'm sorry if I'm hogging all the questions here. That's that's all right, man. I mean, we could maybe one day we could when we get Jason to come to the studio. Oh, yeah. We can do a whole entire episode on that prison. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. I would love to. Yeah. If you guys would like us to do a whole episode on all of our stories from the West Virginia Penitentiary, leave a comment down below. If you would like that, and we will do that. So, Jason, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, one other location before we move on and watch some of these creepy TikTok videos and try and debunk them. But I, I, I really wanted to tell one, one story, but in order to tell that one story, I got to lead up to an investigation that we did in 2018. Six of us. It was you, I, Steve, and Dave, Polly, and Renee. The six of us went up and investigated the former... St. Joseph Hospital in Lorain, Ohio. That place is creepy. Which is no I've longer never, standing, unfortunately. I was going to say, I've never been there. I'll never get the chance to go there. But just from watching your guys' videos, that place was creepy. It, it really was. was. Oh, my God. Viva, you'd love it. I mean, it was, yeah. It was amazing. And it, what, what was it, like 250,000 square feet? Yes. Yeah. Massive. Huge. Two different buildings. Both of the one building had four floors. The other one had five floors, and they had already torn down the oldest part of the hospital. So it used to be bigger than that. And I would say that's probably one of our most memorable paranormal investigations, just because 
of the, the sheer scale of it. You know, we were there for 12 hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. And how much of the hospital would you say we covered? Maybe like 15%? Probably. Wow. No. If yeah. that, yeah. But what if, if you remember, because I'm going to go into a funny story to end this one. Give all the listeners a little treat here of a funny story about that trip to St. Joseph <laughs> that I don't know if even Viva knows about. Ooh. Let's but hear it. Dave, is, do you know where I'm going with that? No. Okay. <laughs> you know Grandpa don't remember I have an idea. Nothing. Jason has an idea. Grandpa so, don't remember nothing. But before we get into that funny story, what do you remember about your experience at St. Joseph Hospital, this massive, historic, and haunted hospital? Oh, my God, man. I mean, where to begin? I mean, that, that it was just, like I say, not only the size and how big it was, and like you said, went up to five floors and everything, and... Since it's torn down, I don't know. I may take some liberty if you want to cut this out. But I remember Dave and I were even trying to, you know, we wanted to uh, do a session at the uh, helicopter pad, you know. But unfortunately, they had it bolted off. Unfortunately. <laughs> Anyhow, but a massive place. And but it, not just that, but it looked in most parts of the hospital as if they had just up and left yesterday. You know, a lot of stuff was left around. I mean, you had, wow. you know, some dust on the floor and dirt from everything falling in in like drywall but it was just so isolated and so insulated too remember because a lot of it was carpeted and like we'd be walking through you know two or three of us or one of us just exploring the place in the day like getting our bearings and like i remember i lost you dave i think you and i were up on the psych ward or something looking around and like i lost you as you you were steve and just because the floor is carpeted and you literally can't hear. So I think that's one reason why we yeah. had a lot of voices on that, you know? Um, mm. But not just that, but we had the poltergeist like activity with the sound of on abandonment of the uh, doors closing, things moving around and then the relative being moved. Yeah. And you guys had that yeah. moment where you were freaking out in the ICU and CCU as well. Yeah. Yeah, and Steve started crying up there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. That was one of our most impactful investigations, I feel, emotionally. I feel like all of us were affected in some form or fashion emotionally in that building, whether it was just the residual emotion that we were feeling because of where we were or whether it was something paranormal, I don't know. But I just know that place really affected us while we were there. There was a lot of energy and a lot of emotion in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there really was. And I said in the last episode, hospitals are just freaky, man. They, they are, are so spooky. They are. Whether they are abandoned or if they still got patients in there, they have some sort of energy that just holds people there. And it's it, all the misery yeah. that the walls soak in. It's, yeah. It's, it, and it sucks that they get trapped in these miserable places because mm-hmm. it's like the last thing you want is to go to a hospital, die, and then not be able to move on. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just horrible. It's because they're still waiting for you to pay the bill. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they they pass on and it's like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to go to the pearly gate. Somebody stops them on the other side. It's like, um, you have a $10,000 bill that you didn't pay. So guess what? You have to stay here for 10,000 years. Oh, gosh. That yeah. would be awful. Awesome. That would be yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're going to sing it to collections. <laughs> collections, hell. <What>? Exactly. <laughs> God. And it really was a wonderful investigation, but we almost didn't make it there. 
We almost ended up in, in prison. Yeah. <laughs> is this another <laughs> curse thing? No. This is this is probably the funniest thing that has ever happened on <laughs> Do you remember this now, Dave? I think so, yeah. This is the funniest thing we've ever had happen on a trip with Paranormal Quest. So <laughs> while we were in Lorain, Ohio, which is a suburb of Cleveland, up on Lake Erie, we were staying all six of us were staying at an Airbnb. This was right as soon as Airbnb was first becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. At least for us. At yeah. least for us, yeah. We had never really stayed at an Airbnb before and we're like, there's a lake house up there. On the lake, beautiful lake house. We can stay there for a few days. We went and checked out a lighthouse, and we're like, let's stay in this, you know, this lake house. So we get there, and the problem is, is being Airbnb newbies, we have no idea how to find the proper, the proper house that we're supposed to go to. So we're, we're we pull into the driveway of this place, and we're like, is this the house we're supposed to be at? It looks like it is. And we are walking up the driveway, and Dave, you had to pee really bad. I did. Dave had to pee really bad, and he ran. I did, too. And Jason did, too. But I remember Dave went and peed in the backyard because we couldn't. We were trying to figure out how to get into the house. Yeah. Because we couldn't contact. We didn't know that a lot of times they had keypads or they had lockboxes for the keys. (laughs) We didn't know. So we're trying to figure out how we're supposed to get in. Dave's like, I got to pee. I'm going to go pee in the backyard. So he went and peed in the backyard over by the lake. And finally, we're getting ready to just, we can't figure it out. So we just walk up to the side door and we're like, okay, well, let's just try the door. So we open the door. It's unlocked. We go in. Oh, my gosh. We literally walk into this house. All four of us are wandering around this house. Polly and Renee Uh. are outside. We're wandering around the house and we're like, this is a really nice place. (laughs) Until we start looking around. And we start seeing family photos hanging on the wall <laughs> and like blankets just laying in piles on the couch. And socks on the floor. And, and socks on the floor. Oh <laughs> my gosh. And we're like, oh, I don't think we're in the right house. <laughs> <laughs> we literally walked into this, these people's houses. <laughs> First of all, lock your doors. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not a hard concept to grasp. Lock your doors. <laughs> that's terrifying. Y'all, they are lucky y'all weren't like killers waiting in the wings yeah. for their asses to get home yeah. mm-hmm. to chop them to pieces. <gasps> oh, um, my gosh. We were, and we were so embarrassed. I remember like at the minute we made that recollection, it was just like we all started freaking out. We're like, oh, my God, we're in someone's house. We're in someone's house. We're in someone's house. Yeah, because I remember like, Cause like you said, Dave went out back to relieve himself and I did too. So where he stopped, I went further. So I was like on the rocks on the shore. Right. So just picture this though, cause it kind of adds to it. Like imagine their neighbors, their neighbors are close right? <laughs> out their window. Not only do they see Dave, but they see another guy standing on the rocks, you know, relieving into the Atlantic and, or not the Atlantic, but Lake Erie. Really. <laughs> it could be in the Atlantic. <laughs> I had to go really bad, right? So, he didn't care where anyway, he was peeing. He was but, just going to pee. I, that's right. I was just letting it fly to the wind. Yeah, it was blowing in the wind. And so, so Dave finished first. And so I remember by the time I got to the door, because it was a side door, Dave was already in or like you were walking in. But Ryan and Steve, like you guys were in there. <laughs> we were wandering around. <laughs> and that's when I walked up is when y'all were like, wait a minute, this is something wrong. And I'm kind of like, looking around at the door and stuff and then remember like my thing is i was like guys let's get in the car and get the hell out of here because here in about three minutes there's going to be a whole half department of police cars oh my gosh 
like Ryan just uh, said a little bit ago, could have got us in prison. Not just that, but we would still be. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my yep. gosh. And we're lucky no one was home. We could have gotten shot or something. Yes. You ever like a big dog yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got so lucky on that one. But in our defense, it was one of those like cookie cutter neighborhoods where like Every- all of the houses mm-hmm. look the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I think yeah. I think the houses were even the same color. Yeah. So like we didn't know. We're like similar colors, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so we just sauntered up in the driveway <laughs> let ourselves into some random person's house <laughs> shout out to that person if you're watching peed in their backyard yeah. <laughs> thanks for letting us pee in your backyard not that they had a choice really <laughs> they have a choice in the matter true we should just like slid a card under the door when we closed it and write <laughs> on the card on the business card also lock your door yeah. yes <laughs> yeah for real Oh, that was, and that was so embarrassing because I was like, you know, at that point, you know, if the cops get there, are they going to believe that we didn't mean to go into this person's house, you know? <laughs> are they going to believe us that it was just a simple mistake? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I remember that's, I, I remember that most. That's the thing that I remember most about that trip was how we ended up almost breaking into these people's houses. Or we did break into these people's yeah, houses. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't attend. You did. Yeah, we just walked in. Yep. That, was, that was a bona fide B and E. <laughs> yes. Without the B, it was just an E. True, yeah, yeah just an E. <laughs> so, a, a, a P and E. A yep. pissing and entering. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that was just foul on so many levels. <laughs> At least I got and the greatest thing about it is, like yeah. you said, we didn't know. We, mm-hmm. we had no idea. I, I bet that that has ha- that has to have happened more than once there. Maybe oh, not. Sure. I mean, but... yeah, if you don't lock your damn door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, we found the proper Airbnb, and we had a beautiful time staying on the on Lake Erie. We did with yeah. a beautiful view. Nice. Yes, so, we did. So we're gonna do uh, some TikToks here. Jason, do you want to watch TikToks with us and try and see if we can? debunk them hell yeah let's do it okay we'll just watch it (laughs) thank god we're not watching alone thank goodness i know jesus lord almighty (laughs) fake i see a bunch of dust i was saying can you hear it jason up, baby, wake up! What the fuck? What the fuck, baby? Wake up, wake up, wake up! Something just open the door. No. He useless. Just wait. Aren't you waking up? Baby, wake up! Wake up! What is she yelling at? She's yelling at her husband, at her husband to wake up. Wake up! Wake up! Cause the door opened. What the fuck? <laughs> Baby! Wake up! Why the fuck are you awake? Are you okay? What the fuck? Somebody call that man an ambulance, cause something he's, he's dead. Cause nobody, and I mean nobody, is that heavy of a sleeper. Yeah. Um No. Well he needs some <laughs> milk. He needs some milk. Oh, he no. needs some um, milk. That is very suspect. I'm going to say somebody needs to not call an ambulance, but somebody needs to call an acting coach because... Baby! <laughs> oh, no. Baby, wake up! 
please and, wake baby. up. Baby! <laughs> yeah, no. Ain't no way somebody gonna be sleeping that heavy and you getting shaken, shaken and not stirred? No, yeah. no, 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 no. You know what probably happened was the man was probably even worse of an actor than she was, so she was like, just pretend like you're asleep the whole time. Just, oh just, my just, gosh. just don't wake up. Or... Just pretend like you're in cardiac arrest. Or... She could have just let him fall asleep in a chair and act like he Honestly, was yes. Or maybe he was like having an out of out of body experience or something. He was astral projecting and like he was like messing with stuff. Oh, you he know? was doing that. Ooh. Yeah, he could have been the one doing it. Maybe. Now, mind you, for everybody that's uh, listening to this, it's a man and a woman laying in bed. Um, there's dust flying everywhere, and there's like a security camera, probably like a ring camera or something, um, in their bedroom. And obviously she hears banging, which sounds like gunshots in my opinion. Ain't no way I'm going to lay in bed and just shake my husband and be like, wake up. No, I'm grabbing the sharpest weapon or anything I can find and we scrapping. I'm going down (laughs) with a fight. Um, But they're laying in bed and then the banging starts and the door starts opening. She's trying to shake him awake and he's literally laying there useless doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then the cups fall off. of Yeah, and then the cups there's fall. There's three cups ar- al- aligned in a perfect triangle, which is also suspect to me. Yeah. Those three cups that are sitting in a perfect triangle fall <laughs> off of the dresser. And there's dust galore. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say that that one is fake. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fake. For sure. Yeah. Jason, what do you think? exactly and if it's not if you're watching and you say that this is actually real let us know yeah come on the podcast if that was you with the fake acting (laughs) yeah how how much fishing line did you have to use for that (laughs) right probably a whole reel left yeah (laughs) all right ryan which one do we want to do next so do we want to see let me, let me, do we want one that is possibly a challenge or do we want one that is obviously fake? A challenge. A challenge, yeah. yeah. Do that one then. The one that's highlighted? Yes. All right, here we go. Oh, what did I do? You went to the, you went to the end. There you go. Sorry, Grandpa didn't know what he's doing. Grandpa. You finally get the ghost on camera. Gotta play it so the baby doesn't get scared. God, I hate TikTok. A pretty girl. Look at your pretty new shoes. Now watch the bag. Pretty shoes. Hi, I like you. I didn't know you were here. Here. That was a weird one. Can you like, like maybe cut to the middle and play it? Hi, I like you. I didn't know you were here. Here. That's a weird one. I didn't know you were here. It looks like the bag gets yanked off of his shoulder. Huh. That is strange. I mean, I wonder if there's like a way to do a camera trick for that or something. I don't know. I don't know either. That one. Again, fishing line. (laughs) could be that would have been a lot of fishing line because he walked from the opposite side of the car picked her up and like walked some more like that would have been a lot of fishing line Mm -hmm. yeah he would have had to have walked a long way unless the fishing line was connected back to the car but it doesn't even go that direction though it goes off screen yeah there would have had to have been someone on the right hand side of the screen off frame 
walking with him yeah. so that they didn't need 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, he's got good reflexes. Work. You better work, Grandpa. Shout out to him. It's, it's almost <laughs> like he knew it was going to happen. You know, you're not wrong. But also, if you are a parent or are around children often, you kind of gain those extra skills like Spider-Man. Um, where like something just happens and automatically you have a reflex. That's and, fair. Yeah. So it, I think it is just a natural reflex okay. for something because it, I mean, maybe it could have swung and hit the child. So he automatically was just like trying to grab it to keep it from. The only thing that you see is the bag yanked off his shoulder. So it's hard mm-hmm. to tell that first one. Obviously I just picked that one because it was, as I said last time or two episodes ago, low hanging fruit. Yeah. It's one of those ones that's, See, I might actually like look up the username and see if they have like any follow up videos to that. Um, because sometimes, even though like we watch them in like quick bursts, like the one video, sometimes people actually have follow ups on their TikTok True. of different paranormal things that have happened. So maybe they stacked up four cups this time. Oh, <laughs> babe, wake up, <laughs> babe. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe this time he finally wakes up. I know. <laughs> I want to. I want. I want a follow up video just to know if that man's alive. I I'd, know. I'd like to know what kind of medication he's on because I'd love to sleep like that. Damn. <laughs> Tell me about it. With that, I think we're gonna go ahead and let Jason go here. So thank you, Jason, so much. Put down in the comments if you guys want Jason to come to the Coffee and Scream podcast set, mm-hmm. and we can do a full episode about the West Virginia Penitentiary yeah. and about our experiences with the paranormal inside that amazing historic Ooh. haunted gothic prison yeah let's give jason a round of applause Woo! Woo! thank y'all for having me yes yes <laughs> good to talk with y'all yes well thank you jason so much for coming on thank and you. uh we will i'm I'll, yeah <laughs> are you having a stroke I too think, i think i think we've had too much coffee oh my gosh <laughs> check to see how many cups are on the counter I know, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Jason. Thank you so much for stopping by and being the very first guest here on Coffee and Scream. Woo! Hey, thank you all once again. Until next time, sir. Bye. 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 All right, everybody. That brings us to the last segment of the podcast. You know what that is? It's the viewer voicemails. And if you didn't know what that is, we do have a voicemail that you can call in. And I will put the number on the screen here for you to call in and leave us a voicemail. Keep it below 90 seconds, though. Tell your story quickly. Yes. Because we want to listen to as many as we can. We usually do two per episode. And we're hopefully one of these days, if we get a lot of voicemails, we're going to do a full voicemail episode to catch up on all the voicemails that we've gotten. So We have a whole bunch, don't we? We do. We have a whole bunch. Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> if you would like to call into the show and leave a voicemail, it's 740 740- Five three eight zero four seven seven, and I will put that on the screen for you. So, guys and girl, we have um, Matt. He's gonna make us. He's gonna make us choose names again. Yeah, uh, you gotta choose a name. Okay, I'll choose. I'll go with Matt. So let's Matt. listen to what Matt has to okay. say. We also have to get to Robert today too, because we didn't do his last. That's one. true. Yeah, we, we'll do Matt and Robert. Okay. So let's start with Matt. Here we go. Hi, this is Matt. I'm currently in Cincinnati, Ohio. When I lived in St. Petersburg, um, Florida, my first apartment, I noticed a few weeks after I got there, 
there was this red substance seeping into the walls. It did turn out to be blood, and of course I was terrified. I had no idea what was going on. We think that it ended up being an animal that died in the attic in the crawl space, and that it seeped through into the walls, but they couldn't find anything up there. So even now, it's still a bit scary. Again, my name is Matt, and that's my story. Wow, Matt. Uh, oh, wow. goodness. <laughs> what a story to start with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... So far, Matt wins the stories. I know. Yeah. Shout out to Matt. Um, yeah. No, that's honestly scary, though. If you just see a red substance just seeping from the walls, automatically you're going to think either somebody's dead upstairs yeah. or, like, something nefarious happened or is happening um and then of course people do say that um like animals can haunt locations too so that's true mm, yeah. that's pretty spooky that reminds me of uh when i was in college film school my final year i had to do a documentary project and i decided to base it on par- paranormal experiences mm-hmm. shocker i know right <laughs> crazy I know. <laughs> and uh which we were we were doing paranormal quest for a long time before that so i was like this is perfect i'll just make it an interview based documentary and I got the opportunity to go inside, speak to, and see inside the house on Brownsville Road in Pittsburgh that is uh, the owner, Mr. Cramner, I believe was his name, wrote a book called The Demon of Brownsville Road. Mm. And I don't know, have you ever heard of that book? Yes. No, I haven't. So it's a very long story, but he was the house is supposedly or was very haunted to the point to where the catholic church came in and did a full-on exorcism of this house and he had things flying around the house furniture being flipped over inside the house but one of the stories that he told was the walls started to ooze this red blood-like substance and he still had sections of the wallpaper which i got to look at and hold that still had this substance on it because he has it for display purposes i guess and that's what that kind of reminded me of matt was i you know it was very fascinating to go into that house on Brownsville Road in Pittsburgh and have that wallpaper with that blood-like substance that was apparently oozing from the walls mm-hmm. just to see it on that wallpaper in front of me was a bizarre experience. So, Have they ever like gotten it tested to see if it's actually blood? or? I think they did get it tested, and I can't remember. The test came back inconclusive or something like oh, that. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, so <laughs> that's really creepy. Ew. But yeah, that is that is very strange, Matt. I uh, I would hope, usually if you find blood, you want to find a the source. S- yeah, I was just going to say that. you got to find the source of that, man. Oh, thank how you. Long, how long did you live there with like blood dripping down? <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you move out like pronto or did you like alert the landlord or? Yeah, that's, I would have been out. Yeah. Just wakes up in the middle of the night, walks out in the living or walks out in the hallway, blood coming down. Oh, this again. (laughs) Let me get the Clorox. (laughs) More blood. Oh my gosh. Maybe like Jeffrey Dahmer was living above you or something. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Wow. It's quite interesting. Very. I don't know, Matt. I don't have an explanation for that one. I wish I could give you a, a paranormal or debunking explanation, but I, I, I got nothing. Yeah, that one's weird. Thank that, you for that. That takes the cake so far for the weirdest story. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. The only thing I can say is I got to see that wallpaper in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Hmm. That's the only correlation I can make. Well, at least there was one to be made. There is. And Robert... 
All right, guys. So we have been trying over and over to get Robert's voice message, voicemail to play, but unfortunately there's some kind of audio glitch that's going on and it will not actually play. So unfortunately, Robert, we're not going to be able to play yours today. I'll try and get it figured out. Maybe we can play it next week. Um, So we're going to move on to this one here. And they did not leave a name, so... I don't know who your name is. so Anonymous. Make, make sure you leave your name if you want us to announce your name. So yes. here, here we go. In the early 2000s, I took my mom to Prospect Place. It was my third time there. After a good day of hunting, about 4 a.m., we decided to call into bed in what was once called Constance's room. And while we were there, my feet were just absolutely tingling, and I thought it was due to all the walking we were doing. But after a while, I felt the blankets moving. And I kept looking and checking over at my mom to see if she was moving her feet. As far as I could tell, she wasn't. So I just tried, tried really hard to go back to sleep. But then the blankets just ripped right off of us. My mom turned to me and her eyes were as wide as anything you could ever imagine. And I said, have you been feeling the blankets move by my feet? And she said, no. And she said, did you hear the voice that spoke to me? And I said, no. And she said... I don't know what it said, but it was three words long, and that was definitely my most interesting experience there. I'd love to see you guys go back there sometime. Wow. That That is wild. That would be creepy. Have you been to Prospect? No. Oh, you have to go. That is a really, really cool place. One of, I know, one of our our Mm. favorites. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not that far from here either. I know. mm, It's just over in Dresden. We should go. We should go do a ghost hunt there that would be a lot of fun i mean that place is just it has amazing history Mm -hmm. with you know it being built by gw adams Mm -hmm. in the 1850s and you know all of the situation that went on there with the family and the tragedy that happened and all of them passing away and um his daughter gw adams's daughter her husband or fiance went missing and never came back and then she passed away from pneumonia and it's just the wow. place the place has a lot of sadness and i feel like um all the times that we've investigated there we've had some crazy stuff happen i would love to go there i've always like seen people do investigations i've seen you guys investigate there and i know it's not that far away but i just never get the moment to be able to go there i want to go there yeah we, we will have to set set something up for sure and go and do some sort of investigation because it is i, I don't think we've ever gone there and left without having something happen no i don't think so and then, then the last time we had the camera move didn't we we did yeah. we had the camera move um, and of course, the situation: Jason got attacked by a bat. Yes, <laughs> which we oh didn't believe gosh. him either. We didn't believe him that the bat was was there until we watched the footage back, and we're like, "Oh, he wasn't lying. It was a bat." <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but we caught some really creepy EVPs the first time we were there. Mm-hmm. The door to the basement the second time we were there opened by itself, and it's held shut by these heavy metal springs. Yeah, and the door just opened and was held open, and it just like slowly closed over the course of like a minute and 10 seconds. Yeah. Ew. Um, there's a lot of creepy stuff that happens in prospect place. So, I mean, whoever sent that voicemail, like I didn't hear a name. No, she, no. Didn't name. she never left a name. Well, shout out to her. Hopefully yeah. you're listening and yeah. you can always leave your name in the comments that that was you. Yeah. Yes. And so 
I mean, that's a creepy story to have those blankets ripped off like that and then to have you and your mom having both mm-hmm. separate, but I guess synchronized paranormal experiences, yeah. you know, with you feeling the blankets move, her hearing a voice. That would be wild. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a crazy cool story. And I think I had mentioned this in the first episode that, um, like my mother, she had the guy that would always play with her feet and stuff, and that's why she can't sleep with her feet out the covers now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that kind of resonated with me because that was just, like, something that would constantly happen when I was mm-hmm. growing up. So yeah. just having that happen, like, in one instance and then you being able to leave is probably, like, amazing, but it sucks when you're, like, uh, stuck in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I imagine. I couldn't, uh, that, yeah, I couldn't imagine having that happen. Yeah. Time after time after time. Time after time. (laughs) Get your feet tickled. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a new service we're adding? That's right. It's it's, it's the new ghostly service of that particular haunted building. Yeah, like, I I just, I've heard people say that many times, just like blankets ripped off, but I've never experienced anything like that. No. No. That would be crazy. Yeah. It would definitely wake you up, that's for sure. I don't know if I'd be able to go back to sleep after that. Yeah, me either. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope, I'd be getting the hell up out of there. Every situation, no matter what, listen, there's always something that we talk about where I'm like, I'm getting my black ass up out of there. <laughs> there's always one situation, so thus far, during these podcasts, that I'm just like, nope, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming there's two today, because I don't know, would the blood running down the walls do it for you? Okay, that's also true. That's two today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, You know, how many cease and desist did we get this episode? I don't remember. I think only two or three. Maybe. Something. Yeah, we're, maybe. We're doing I hope better. you guys are keeping count of the cease and desist. We're not doing this on purpose, but no. you know, wow. now it's a thing. Yeah, let us know in the comments how many cease and desists did we have. But that brings us once again to the end. Another episode of Coffee and Scream in the Books. We hope you guys enjoyed this. We want to hear your thoughts about everything that we talked about in this episode. So please leave us a comment down below. Send us a viewer email or go to the voicemail and send us a viewer voicemail telling your creepy, scary, or haunting experience. We are going to ride off into the sunset now. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next episode of Coffee. And scream. Bye. Bye. Period. (laughs) There we go.